Numbers chapter 34, verse 1. And the Lord spoke unto Moses, saying, 2. Command the children of Israel, and say unto them, When ye come into the land of Canaan, this shall be the land that shall fall unto you for an inheritance, even the land of Canaan according to the borders thereof. Now God is going to describe exactly where the borders of Canaan will be for the Israelites that will later be called Israel. You'll see that the original Israel was a lot bigger than the Israel that we have today. Today it's had all of its corners chopped off by the other nations that live around it. But originally, God gave Israel a bigger plot of land than where they are now. So all this hooey in the news that Israel is taking land from people, that's a complete lie. It's the opposite. Other people have taken land from Israel. Because clearly, if you look at the map and listen to what God says here in this chapter, God gave them a lot bigger plot of land than what they have now. The reason God has allowed other people to take their land is because of the sin of Israel. They still haven't accepted their Messiah, Jesus Christ. And so because of sin, they have had the corners chopped off of their land. But when Christ returns, Israel will acknowledge him and receive him at that point. The Bible says that it will. And Israel will receive Christ. And then he'll set up his thousand-year millennial reign. And in that point, I know that it's going to be the full plot of land. It will be what God ordained, with Jesus having a thousand-year kingdom on earth. 3. Thus your south side shall be from the wilderness of Zin, close by the side of Edom, and your south border shall begin at the end of the Salt Sea eastward. The Red Sea is this massive body of water that's in between Africa and Saudi Arabia. But above the Red Sea is the Dead Sea, which is right at the bottom of Israel. And that's the sea that they're talking about now. 4. And your border shall turn about southward of the ascent of Akrabim and pass along to Zin, which is the wilderness of Zin. And the goings out thereof shall be southward of Kadesh Barnea, and it shall go forth to Hazar Adar and pass along to Asmon. All these places existed back then. The Israelites knew exactly what God was talking about. The original Israel was longer from north to south than the Israel that we have now, and it also extended a little bit further east. 5. And the border shall turn about from Asmon unto the brook of Egypt, and the goings out thereof shall be at the sea. 6. And for the western border ye shall have the great sea for a border. Now that's what we call the Mediterranean Sea. This shall be your west border. God gave them the whole east side of the Mediterranean, and today they don't have that, but that's what God gave them. 7. And this shall be your north border. From the great sea ye shall mark out your line unto Mount Hor. 8. And from Mount Hor ye shall mark out a line unto the entrance of Hamath, and the goings out of the border shall be at Zedad. Now remember, Hor just means mountain, so it's a mountain called mountain. 9. And the border shall go forth to Ziphron, and the goings out thereof shall be at Hazar Enon. This shall be your north border. 10. And ye shall mark out your line for the east border from Hazar Enon to Shephem. 11. And the border shall go down from Shephem to Riblah on the east side of Ain. And the border shall go down and shall strike upon the slope of the Sea of Chinnereth eastward. The Sea of Chinnereth later becomes the Sea of Galilee, where Jesus walked. 
and all of his 12 apostles. Pretty awesome. 12, and the border shall go down to the Jordan, and the goings out thereof shall be at the Salt Sea. This shall be your land according to the borders thereof round about. The Salt Sea is south of the Jordan River, and the Jordan River seems to come out of the Salt Sea and go northward in a straight line. 13. And Moses commanded the children of Israel, saying, This is the land wherein ye shall receive inheritance by lot, which the Lord hath commanded to give unto the nine tribes and to the half-tribe. One of the half-tribes of Joseph, which is Manasseh, which is the lesser tribe, is going to live in the same area outside Canaan with the Reubenites and the Gadites. Ephraim, the other half of Joseph's family, they're going to take land in Canaan along with the other eight tribes that are going to stay in Canaan. So it's going to be nine tribes living in Canaan and three tribes, which includes the half tribe of Manasseh, living in the area just kind of southwest with their cattle. 14. For the tribe of the children of Reuben, according to their father's houses, and the tribe of the children of Gad, according to their father's houses, have received, and the half-tribe of Manasseh have received their inheritance. 15. The two tribes and the half-tribe have received their inheritance beyond the Jordan at Jericho eastward toward the rising sun. So it's pretty cool how God allowed them to have more land than what God gave them. Within that whole land that God gave them, there's nine tribes. And that explains why the maps only show nine tribe areas, or at least they should. And then south of that is where the other three tribes lived. 16. And the Lord spoke unto Moses, saying, 17. These are the names of the men that shall take possession of the land for you. Now God is going to list the current leaders that will lead them over the Jericho. And it won't include Moses because he's going to die. Eleazar the priest, and Joshua the son of Nun. Those are going to be the two leaders. Joshua is the appointed judge of Israel, and Eleazar is the high priest. You need a judge and a high priest to lead a nation. You do not need a king. Later on, they're going to get a king, but it's only because they begged and begged and begged God for one, because they wanted to be like all the other nations and have a king. But the only king they were ever supposed to have was Jesus who comes in the millennial reign. That's when the kingdom finally gets set up for a thousand years. After that comes eternity. But the only time that Israel was actually supposed to have a king was in the millennial reign when Jesus comes, his third coming, basically. But God allowed the Israelites to have other kings because they begged for it. They begged, and then they got King Saul, and then they got King David, who has the eternal kingdom that Christ reigns through. God never wanted them to have a king until the millennial reign. He wanted them simply to have a judge and a high priest. After the book of Deuteronomy, the next book that we read, we're going to go straight into the book of Judges. And that's because God does appoint judges and prophets to lead Israel. And that was God's plan, was for them to simply have judges. But because of their sin, they wanted to be like everybody else. It isn't God's will that we're like everybody else. The Bible calls us a peculiar people, which means an unusual people. We're to be unusual. We're not to be the same as everyone. So here's all their leaders. They have Eleazar and Joshua. Now 18, and ye shall take one prince of every tribe to take possession of the land. So he's going to list the current princes. Because remember, 40 years ago when they left Egypt, they had a whole different set of princes But those have all died now, so now we're going to go over the new princes of the new generation. The tribe of Judah, Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, 
Isn't that neat that Caleb, a man of faith, leads the tribe of Judah, which will be the tribe that represents Jesus Christ? 20. And the tribe of the children of Simeon, Shemuel, the son of Amahud. 21. Of the tribe of Benjamin, Eladad, the son of Chislon. 22. And of the tribe of the children of Dan, a prince, Buki, the son of Jogli. 23. Of the children of Joseph, of the tribe of the children of Manasseh, a prince, Haniel, the son of Ephod. 24. And of the tribe of the children of Ephraim, a prince, Kemuel, the son of Shiftan. 25. And of the tribe of the children of Zebulun, a prince, Eli, Zephan, the son of Parnak. It's mentioning all the tribes because all of them are going to fight, even though not all of them are going to live in Canaan. 26. And of the tribe of the children of Issachar, a prince, Paltiel, the son of Azan. 27. And of the tribe of the children of Asher, a prince, Ahihud, the son of Shalomi. 28. And of the tribe of the children of Naphtali, a prince, Pedahel, the son of Amihud. 29. These are they whom the Lord commanded to divide the inheritance unto the children of Israel in the land of Canaan. Of course, they have to win it before they can divide it. They're also called to battle. And that concludes Numbers chapter 34.